Hi, I'm Gerd Tundel, acclaimed health journalist, turned motivational speaker, and transformational coach. This show is for anyone who wants to lead a happier, healthier, and inspired life. Create more self-love, inject more joy and abundance into their daily life. Join me for inspiring interviews and spiritual topics so you can become a soul warrior. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Get Inspired with Gerds podcast. I'm your host and today I have a special guest with me who's helping people to tone from the inside out. Tara Natalie is a certified yoga teacher and has been practicing yoga for over 13 years. She was a singer, model and actress and found yoga helped her to survive the madness of the entertainment industry. She is now the founder of Fire Shaper where she teaches yoga and has travelled all over the globe as she's also the wife of Jay Sean and the mother of their beautiful daughter, Ava. Tara understands what it takes to live a life of balance. Tara, it's an absolute pleasure having you on my show and thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Bless you. Tara, I'm really interested about your life story because coming from the background that you came from and then ending up in yoga, really interesting and it's really inspiring. So can you tell the listeners what your life was like before you became a yoga teacher and a health enthusiast? Yeah, absolutely. So prior to my entry into the world of yoga, or I should say the yoga that kind of saved me, really, um, I was a singer and songwriter, a model and actress. I was doing all of the fun, amazing things um, in New York and traveling the world and making music and putting it out. I had a record deal with Desert Storm, which is the same label that uh, Fabulous assigned to. Um, I had a deal in Japan. I got to go to Japan and I opened for Neo on stage, which was an absolute dream. Wow. I had a song with John Legend, song with Fat Man Scoop. So... I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of really amazing opportunities, but it was really hard, Mm. right? And being in the music and the entertainment industry, it's a constant grind. It's a constant push. And I just got to a point where I, I wasn't, I wasn't happy anymore. I didn't feel like I was enjoying music anymore. Mm. I felt like the business was taking away my joy for something that I loved. In the interim, I had met um, my husband, Jay Sean. <laughs> so um, obviously, he wasn't my husband then. So I am a true, true believer in the fact that everything in your life has a reason and everything has a purpose. And had I not been performing, Jay and I would never have met. So I truly believe that that was my path and that's what brought us together. And for him, it's really interesting because having a, you know, at the time, girlfriend who could understand his career Mm. and if anything could actually add to his career was something so new and something so unique for him. So for me, the transition was interesting because, you know, I still remember the day that I decided I was done. I was in Birmingham. He was doing a radio show for a couple of days in Birmingham and there I was there with him and I just had one of those awakening moments where I decided you know I didn't want to do it anymore mm-hmm. and I called Bikram Yoga headquarters because I knew that they had a teacher training coming in the 
in the fall and it was it was March at the time and I knew they had a training coming in the spring and I knew they had a training coming in the fall obviously there was no way that I was going to do the spring training because it was two weeks away so I called and the woman on the phone was lovely I probably owe her like a, a present or something um <laughs> she I called and she said why do you want to go to the fall training? There's a training that starts in two weeks. And I said, well, I'm in England right now. I can't possibly be in Mexico in two weeks. It's impossible. And she said, why? I'll help you. Let's do it. And this woman sat on the phone with me and helped me do my, you know, paperwork that needed to be done. I scrambled to get my letter of recommendation from my yoga studio that I was um, currently practicing at in New Jersey. And before I knew it, I was, Flying back to New York to pack my bags to get on an airplane to fly to Mexico for nine weeks. What? Yeah. It was so crazy. <laughs> and I always people always ask me, how did I transition out of music? So, like, how did I do it? It was my life, you know? Mm. And for me, it was interesting because I just, just, I immersed myself in something else. And I don't think that I could have done it had I not done that. I, it was such a shift. I just completely shifted my life. I shifted the entire direction of my life. I became a new person. I showed up in Mexico and no, no one knew who I was and no one knew my story. I was just there to, to learn yoga. That was it. It was a clean slate. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. It was the best thing I could have done for myself. So I went to Mexico for nine weeks. Uh, I had been practicing yoga at that point for a few years already, but it was always very on and off because I was a music, you know, I was a musician, I was an artist, I was traveling. So I traveled and I would come back home and I would do yoga and I would leave and then I would come back, you know, I was, it wasn't consistent, but I knew that one thing was clear whenever I was stressed from the industry, yoga was what could fix me. Hmm. Get, Get to a class and you'll feel better. It was very simple. Get to a class, your anxiety will go away. Get to a class, you'll have clarity. There was just nothing that gave me clarity the way that hot yoga gave me clarity and peace. It was the only thing in my life that allowed me to turn off. I think that, you know, we all go to the gym. People, you know, we go to classes. There are lots of things that we all do for fitness. But I think what's very different about a yoga practice is that you don't have your cell phone, you're not having a conversation, you're not watching the TV while you're doing yoga, you know, <laughs> whereas when you go to the gym, you're on the treadmill, you're listening to music, you're watching a podcast, you're, you know, watching a TV show, whatever it is, you're distracted. Mm. But, you know, with that hot yoga practice, it was 90 minutes. At that time, there were no 60-minute classes. <laughs> um, it was 90 minutes, and it was so real and so raw and you showed up and stared at yourself in a mirror and watched yourself sweat it out for 90 minutes and I always tell people you know if you if you think you fall out mm-hmm. so it was there was no space for thinking it was the only thing that used to quiet my mind and that's why I fell in love with it and that's why it was the best way for me to transition from you know entertainment into yoga so I did it. I went away for nine weeks. My family thought I was absolutely out of my mind. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was getting engaged in August, and I started the training in April. 
Oh, wow. So, so I literally left. I planned the engagement um, for August, and I left. And my mom thought I was crazy because in her eyes, leaving your almost fiancé for nine weeks um, just was not intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just didn't make sense to her. But it didn't matter. I knew that this was what I had to do. I just felt called to do it. And I came back. And I was a brand new person. No, <laughs> I came back and I was and I was certainly cleansed from the nine weeks of yoga. And it challenges you and it rocks you to your core. Um, and you realize how strong you are and what you're capable of. And it was the best gift I ever gave myself. And I started teaching in London. I was very, very lucky that I was able to get some teaching spots in London. And that was where my yoga career started. But even then, it was still very spotty. And I would teach for a week, and then I'd travel, and then, I, you know, I was all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then we were preparing for our wedding, and, and I was, I gradually went from teaching yoga to, okay, I'll help Jay with his career. Okay, I'll assist him with his career. And then, fast forward two years later, I was his co-manager. So, um, it was interesting. I kind of found my path in a different way, in that, you know, I was no longer the person in front of the camera, but I was the person behind the camera. Hmm. You know, I was helping him see his dreams come true. And that was really amazing, and I enjoyed that side of it. The pressure was off of me, but I had the know-how, I had the knowledge, I had the ears to give guidance, and I had such a different understanding than any other manager because I had walked in his shoes. I knew what it was like to be on stage. I knew what it was like to be tired and have to do an interview, you know, I had so much nutrition knowledge to help him even with his, you know, nutrition and his fitness and all of that. So it was just, we became an awesome team. So it was a very natural transition that happened. And I continued working that way with Jay for a few years and I loved it. We had a company, you know, we still have a company together and I still work with him and I still work all of my team that worked for me. Uh, when I was an artist, is now Jay's team. Oh, wow. Yeah, so my producer is Jay's producer. My, you know, management partner is now my management partner for Jay's career. So, again, like I said, everything has such a a purpose. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we're not clear, and sometimes we're so definitive on what we think is the path or what we think is the answer or why we think someone is in our life. And sometimes we're right, or sometimes they kind of transition into something different. It's, it's cool, you know, all the relationships that I have, we still get to use them, but just not for me, we use them for Jay. <laughs> I think it's amazing how you transition to just finding your inner balance and your peace, because a lot of people are not aware of what it is like um, being in the music industry or being in the media industry and having those pressures put on you, especially as a woman. And you're trying to have your peace, but then you're having to, like you said, like run around everywhere here and there. And you just did it so gracefully, like you just said, like, it's time for me. And I think that is so powerful. Yeah, I think, I think the transitions in my life have happened at interesting times. So that transition happened when I was getting ready to get engaged, right? I became very clear as a woman of, Mm. wait a minute, I need to take a step back. Who do I want to be? What do I want to be? You know, I, that became very clear for me right before we were getting engaged, And then the next time that that happened in my life was before I had Ava. So I was, I didn't even realize it at that moment, but I was actually pregnant already. 
she was already a little a little pee in my belly <laughs> and uh, we were in Florida visiting family Jay had a show and I was there and I was working really hard on a tour for one of the other acts that we were working with and I'll never ever forget it but I went upstairs and I called you know who's still my business partner Jeremy now um, I called Jeremy and I said I can't do this anymore and I want you to know that this will be the last tour that mm-hmm. I push paper for. I'm not living my purpose. This isn't what I was put on this earth to do. I'm not meant to sit behind a computer screen and crunch numbers. I know that I'm good at it and I know that I can do it, but it's not what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. So again, it was a big transition point in my life. It was basically Ava coming into my life. <laughs> and again, it was like I knew as a woman, wait a minute, this isn't my purpose. My purpose is greater than this. Mm. So we agreed that would be the last tour that I did, you know, the Excel spreadsheets for. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, and then I would start to pull back and kind of find the time to focus on some of my other passions, like my yoga. You know, um, at, at that point, I didn't know exactly why, but looking back now, I, I, I find it really interesting that, you know, she had been already conceived inside of me Mm. and my clarity of purpose became so real and so sure. Mm. I guess it was your intuition telling you that, hey, it's time for the sec. it's like the next chapter of your life. And yeah, absolutely. And the changes need to be made. I I totally relate with what you're saying, because um, I used to be in the journalism industry. You probably know what it's like, kind of like the music industry. It's kind of similar in that sense. It's very hardcore. And I was always pushing and pushing, saying, you know, I'm going to be the next health journalist. And as I kept going in the industry, the more sick I got, I collapsed three times in office, third time I wasn't breathing. And oh my gosh. Yeah, Tara, that, that was the moment in my life I realised if I don't change my life right there and then, I probably won't be here in like a few years time. And right. it, I went on this massive journey and like, it was, it was such a weird night that night when I went to the hospital and I was like walking back home because I was just wanting to think like, where am I heading like yourself? Like, what's my next step? And I just got this sign. It was like almost like the universal God, whatever you want to call it, just saying it's time to change. And literally I said to myself, right, this is what I'm going to do. And I just went on this massive journey of healing and forgiveness. And it led me on to do the work that I'm doing today. And it's so, you're right. It's so true that wouldn't you have that purpose? Like it just shows up in like amazing ways that you have no idea sometimes. Like why is that happening at that time? Yeah. You have to kind of, I think it's so important for everyone, you know. One of the things that I always tell people now is, you know, with social media and we have all this stuff around us, like, what's your voice? Mm. You know, who do you want to be to the world? What is it that you want to share, you know? And I think if you look at my Instagram page, it's you can see it's there, you know, the story of who I am and what I want to share with the world, right? Yeah. So I, I always encourage the people around me to really think about that. Like, mm. who do you want to be? Who do you want to be known as? What do you want to be, you know, what would you want someone to say about you mm. when you leave the room, you know? Yeah, that's quite powerful. <laughs> and, then the next, and then the next time I had my next great awakening was after Ava was born. So that was when... I, we started building the yoga studio while, while I was pregnant. That's the funny part. We started looking for the yoga studio space before I was pregnant. 
I got pregnant and we still hadn't found the space. And then I had the baby finally found the space. <laughs> it took a really long time to find our space for the yoga studio. Um, so then we found I had Ava. The studio was being built, so we didn't have the studio just yet, but it was in it was an interim. And and then I was able to, you know, I had such a healthy pregnancy. I loved being pregnant and I loved how I felt pregnant and I loved I only gained about 25, 25 pounds being pregnant, oh. which is now what they really encourage people to do, uh, mm. to stay healthy and take care of yourself and to not put any extra weight on the baby that's unnecessary. So I did that. I gained the 25 pounds. I had Ava. And then, you know, within, I guess, by, I had her in December. And by the end of March, I was back at my pre-baby weight. So it took me three months. Mm-hmm. and And I don't share that from a place of, Oh, look what I did. It's more, I was so happy that I was able to do it because I didn't want to lose myself after I had Ava. That was something that was important to me from the time that I, from before we got pregnant, you know, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to lose my identity. I didn't want to lose who I was because I was suddenly a mom. Mm -hmm. You know, I still wanted to feel fit and healthy. I still wanted to be that same person. So I was so excited that I was able to do it, that it totally inspired me in a whole new way. And that's literally why I started Get Tone with Tara. Oh, wow. Because, yeah, I, it was literally started because of her. Because once I was able to do that, I felt like it gave me such a different voice to speak from. Because often when you are already healthy, people don't think that you know what it's like to lose weight. Hmm. People feel like you can't relate to them. You don't know what it's like. You've always been healthy. You've yeah. always been in good shape, you know? <laughs> and even though you try to explain to people, yeah, but I work really hard to be here. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't work as hard as I do, or if I stopped eating the way that I ate, I would gain weight just like everyone else. <laughs> no, I don't. There's no magic to it. I just work really hard. But it's hard sometimes for people to understand that. Mm-hmm. So... After having Ava, though, and then having to actually have that challenge of losing weight and then being able to do it, it gave me a new voice. It gave me a new place to speak from. So it was that was so exciting to me because I felt like I knew people could relate to my story now. I just did a test post and I put up a video online and and the response was unbelievable. Um, And that was it. That was the start of Get Tone with Tara. And that's how I landed where I am today. And now it's it's my biggest passion and such a joy, such a gift to be able to, I don't know, it's just the best thing in the world to get messages from girls saying that they're making healthier choices because of what I've shared with them. And that, you know, they used to eat a cupcake every week and think it was no big deal. But now, (laughs) you know, they want to, they only want to put healthy, fuel their foods in the best way, you know, fuel their bodies in the best way. Mm. And that's just the biggest gift to me to give people health because, you know, we only have this one body, so we have to take care of it. Absolutely. And it links with everything, like like you said, our energy, but also our mindfulness and how we're feeling about ourselves and just feeling great within ourselves. And if, like you said, like if we're not fueling the right kind of foods in our body, we're bound to get sick and kind of go low as well. You get sick, you get anxiety, people are depressed. They don't even realize that it's just simple. The food that they're putting into their body are making them sick Mm. it's crazy you know it's interesting how though that we like we talk about you know like the earth being all natural yet we don't eat natural things (laughs) no and now the earth isn't even all that natural sadly enough Mm. it's 
it's so hard to get natural foods. It's so frustrating to me. I get so, I get, um, we could do a whole other podcast on this. (laughs) It just drives me crazy, you know, the idea that what you used to eat one bowl of spinach to get the nutrients and the vitamins, now you have to eat like eight bowls of spinach to get the same nutrition because the soil is no longer the same. Mm. You know, it's just mind-blowing. Or, you know, these genetically modified foods that, you know, one of my biggest, you know, it's like a joke. People go to, like here in America, they go to Whole Foods and they think because they went to Whole Foods that the food is healthy. Mm. And, you know, I'm always trying to explain to people just because it's from Whole Foods doesn't mean it's healthy. I love Whole Foods too. (laughs) But you still have to learn how to read labels and know what you're looking at and know what you're putting in your body. And, um, And nowadays, you know, the way that companies are combining and and genetically modified foods, sometimes we don't even know, you know, we're not eating. It's not a real, it's not a real food. Mm. It's been modified. There's something I always say to people is that if you can't smell that tomato or you can't smell that banana, it's definitely, it's GMO. Right. Because if you remember when you were a kid, right, you go into a supermarket or you go into like a market and you could smell the fruit and vegetables. Right. Whereas now, if you go into, like, supermarkets, I, I can't smell the tomatoes like they used to do. But when I go to an organic shop, you can, it's not obviously exactly the same as when we were younger, but you can still get that smell, that freshness and organicness. To yeah, it. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I know. I love taking Ava to the farmer's market somewhere out in L.A. Oh. It's so cute because she wants to try everything. <laughs> can, I just, can I just say, I love the videos of you and Ava together. They're so cute. Oh, thank you. She's my little buddy. Oh. healthy buddy in training <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that's that's a beautiful thing as well because you're showing people that you know hey I'm I'm making healthier choices but look at my daughter she's making them at the beginning stages of her life and it's, they're watching her grow as well and I think that's beautiful for people to see that you know if I can do it she can do it as well yeah that's all we want right is to inspire other people to know I know it's not easy I know you know it's more work sometimes but I mean, God, knock on wood, Ava is so healthy, you know, she doesn't get sick, she's really strong, you know, and I I totally attribute that to the foods that she eats, Mm. 100%, you know, you can't, you can't take that for granted. Absolutely. So, Madi, you're the founder of Fireshaper in Tenafly, is that right? Yes, so Fireshaper Tenafly is mine, Fireshaper is a franchise, I'm not the overall founder. But um, Fire Shaper is where I started my yoga practice over 15 years ago. Wow. So when I made the decision that we were ready to open a yoga studio, I didn't want to do it on my own. I felt that I had to dance with those who brought me. And I always remember Natalie, who was my very first hot yoga teacher, and she inspired me so tremendously. So I went to them. I made the call. Uh, and said, you know, would they want to be interested in partnering with us to open a yoga studio? And and again, they said, did you know that we were franchising? And I said, no, I had no idea. <laughs> so uh, it was just meant to be, and that was it. So we're their, their first franchise in America, and it's my proud baby. It's my second baby. I tell everyone out asks me when I'm having a second baby, and I say, I did. Its name is Fire Shaper Tenafly. <laughs> say if any of the listeners want to check it out, whereabouts is it? So we're just 20 minutes from the GW Bridge in New Jersey, Tenafly, New Jersey. Find us online at firesapertenafly.com. Perfect. And can I just ask you a bit more about Get Home with Tara? Of course. So, you know, you're obviously helping people. So how are you helping them 
through like daily health changes or just being more mindful about what they're putting in their body? So it's a combination of things. So obviously I, I just, I post lots of healthy tips and healthy foods and my recipes and I share a lot of what I make for myself through social media. So that's one way that I share is just through showing what I'm doing and how it's working for me. And then the other thing that I love doing is I run challenges. Mm. So I run challenges online and, you know, I run a few a year and then people sign up for the challenges. And then in a, we usually, so we do the, usually each challenge has a different focus. So the one that I just most recently did was an ab challenge. I've done a legs challenge before. I've done an arms challenge. Definitely abs and arms are the highest winners. Everyone wants abs and everyone wants toned <laughs> arms. <laughs> so those are always the, the big winners that people want. So I run these challenges online. You sign up online. And then it depends. Sometimes I do it where it's strictly... Um, you have to sign up for my nutritional cleansing program that I use. And then I, so that's like a smaller group that I do. And I work with them on their eating. I work on their snacks. They get one-on-one coaching from me. They get video conferences with me, you know, all sorts of different ways that I, that I touch with them. Most recently I did the app challenge and I had over 300 girls and we did, yeah, which was amazing. And we did that. That one I did all through Facebook. So I created a Facebook group. It was a private group, and I put them all into the group. And then I would feed them information through the group. So they would get, you know, they got a grocery list. They got their workout. They got workout videos. And then we all shared within the group. And it was just so amazing because... At a certain point, it almost became like I didn't even have to do the work anymore, right? By the time we were two two weeks in, they were all sharing and inspiring and motivating each other, which was just so beautiful and so fun to see. Uh, They would post, like sometimes someone would post a picture of what they were eating, and then sometimes I would say, oh my God, that looks amazing, and then sometimes I would say, wow, that looks amazing, except I don't know how healthy it is. You know, so it was great because it was just such a great way to interact with them and show them. And they were all learning, right? So if someone posted a good food balance and I gave a positive comment, then they learned from that. If someone posted a a food balance that maybe was a little off, they all learned from that. So it's just a really great environment that you create. And well, I should say we create and they all, I just love seeing the women supporting other women. Yeah. You know? them all commenting on each other's photos and cheering each other on and maybe someone had a bad day and I really encourage them to share that because I we all know that everyone has bad days mm-hmm. so share that because that's going to inspire someone else one of my um, favorite stories was one of the girls it was a rainy day and it was cold in New York and she walked into Dunkin Donuts and she was standing online <laughs> to get one of their chai latte things that they made oh. and as she was standing online she said that she could hear my voice in her head <laughs> and she laughed and she didn't get it and she was so happy with herself she was so proud of herself because that's the point mm. that's when change happens right it takes daily commitment daily practice showing up every day and then all of a sudden, one day, that light bulb moment goes off, and that choice that you've always made, you finally make a different choice. Yeah. And that's the start of a new path. It's, an, it's a new pathway in your brain, literally. You've strengthened a new neural pathway channel in your brain. 
to now think in a different way. Yes. Like so cool. I just think it's so mind blowing, you know? So it's just so fun for me to see them make those changes and to share about them and inspire each other. So today is actually the last day of our 30 day challenge. So I'm I'm kind of sad, but uh, I'll be doing a video for them tonight, which I'll share for them in the group just to thank them for all that they've given me in the past 30 days. Because the funny part about the challenges is that although I'm running it for them, it always inspires me to make better decisions. If I've gotten a little bit lazy or I'm cutting corners, you know, I feel very accountable to them. So it kind of gets me to check in even with my, so it's, it's a nice synergy that we have. So we are coming towards the end of the show. Um, yeah. It's gone so quickly. Um, what are your five top tips for someone who, who wants to kind of start toning from the inside out, but they're not really sure where to start? All right. Okay. I'll try to, I know I, I talk a lot. I'll try to keep it to the point. <laughs> But I'm so passionate about it, I can't help it. So I think my number one tip is mindset. Mindset is everything. So I really believe that, you know, in order to make change to your lifestyle, it all starts with your mindset. So, you know, you could go to the grocery store and buy lots and lots of healthy foods. But if you're not really, really clear on your purpose, really, really clear on your vision, on why you're making this change it's going to be that much harder. So I think that's the first step is really getting clear on why you're making the change and why you want to do it. Because I always try to teach my clients that it's it's not about weight loss. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to think about this. You're not making this change just to lose weight. There's got to be a greater reason that you're making this change. So locking on to what that greater reason is and making that your purpose that will carry you so much longer than just a mere pound on the scale, right? Yeah. So mindset um, is number one. Number two is write out your goal. Hmm. So I think it's really important that you write your goals out. It makes them real. It makes them tangible. It's something that you can go back to. It's something so that you can be accountable to yourself, so you can check in with yourself. Uh, I think it's really important also to note that people need to make and set realistic expectations because, you know, one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is they expect results too quickly or they expect results overnight. And and then when they don't get those results, they think they failed. And then they're, they're 10 steps further back because now they're beating themselves up for what they didn't achieve. So I think start with baby steps, but, you know, get clear on your goals. You should have your short-term goals for a month. You should have your two-month goal, your four-month goal, you know, keep it expanding it until your one year goal, you know, but your goal shouldn't just be, I want to lose 25 pounds. It's too big of a goal. It's going to, it's going to be too difficult. It's not going to feel attainable at times. Right. So if you set smaller goals for yourself and really map it out and really create it, I think it makes it more realistic for you to achieve it. So I love writing out goals. And I also think, um, pictures are important too. You know, I'm big in like boards. So creating that vision, even of your body, so finding, you know, body types that you like or finding a dress that you want to wear, you know, stuff like that and creating that vision board. So again, because we're, we're visual, right? So creating that vision board with, along with writing out your goals, I think is really helpful. Something that I do. I have tons and tons of notebooks. I never have enough of them. Um, my number three tip is use an app to track your food. So I recently started doing this again. I hadn't done it for a very long time. And it's just so interesting 
when you actually track your food, what happens? Because you really, really become aware of what you're putting in your body. I, for instance, was having a little too much fat. Yes, fat is great for you, but too much fat is still too much fat. (laughs) Right? No matter how you cut it, if you have too much fat in your diet, eventually if it's not used, it's going to turn into sugar. Mm. So um, beware of all these, you know, it's great. And I do believe, you know, I love my avocado, but I've scaled back on how much of it I'm eating. Um, Or if I have that half of an avocado, I know that I have to be careful how much fat I have in my other meals because I'm tracking it. And it really helps you to shift your focus back to remembering that your food is meant to fuel your body. It's fuel. It's not pleasure. It's really meant for fuel. So I love using the the app. And of course, you're not going to do it forever. You don't have to do it every, you know, for the rest of your life. But it's just a good tool to get yourself, either if you're starting a routine, it's a great tool to really get yourself uh, in line. And then it's a great way to check in with yourself and see where you're at, see what's going on. So I'm, I'm enjoying using the app right now. And then that brings me perfectly to number four, which is that food is fuel. That is such a mistake that I see so many of us make is that we treat food as pleasure. Hmm. So this, you know, this again kind of goes back to the mindset, but I think it's so key and it's so important. If we remember that our food is meant to fuel us, it is not meant to fill us up emotionally. It is not meant to comfort us when we're sad. You know, that's what we talk to therapists for, or we talk and share with a mom or a friend, or we write in a journal, you know, instead of turning to food, take out a journal, write down what you're feeling, write down what's going on, get it out of your body, get it out of your mind. And suddenly you'll have more clarity to go back and make a healthy choice. So I think that's, you know, that's really important for me. I use that as a great tool. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, you know, of course I have cheat meals. <laughs> I don't have cheat days. I want to be clear on that. Um, you know, and if any trainer you talk to will laugh at this because, you know, a lot of their clients will say, oh, I had a cheat day. And it's like, no, it's not a cheat day. You can have a cheat meal. <laughs> you know, cheat day can throw off all your goals. It can like throw you off your whole week. So, you know, I do have cheat meals, but I honestly have learned to make so many healthy alternatives for all the foods that I eat Mm -hmm. because I just don't have, my pantry doesn't have anything unhealthy in it. So I have to find a way to make it with chocolate protein powder and almond flour, (laughs) you know, because that's all I've got in the pantry. So I think that cleaning out your pantry is important to make sure that you only have healthy options in your house. And sure, if you go out and you want to have something, have a treat, great, have it when you're out. But I kind of, I don't keep those things in my house. Mm. Very simple for making healthy decisions. I was going to say that it's so powerful. Like I've done the same, Tara. And like, yeah, when you first start like craving chocolate, you're like, oh, what is there? And then you're just like, oh vegan powder okay what should I make now <laughs> and then you don't yeah. crave, you don't crave the bad stuff anymore do you? you just think oh what's my healthy alternative I think it's sometimes hard for people to understand that I've been doing this for 16 years so I got certified as nutritionist literally that long ago so 
for me, it's second nature now, right? I don't know anything else anymore, but that's not, everyone can get to that place in their life. Yeah. But you have to start where you are. And that just starts with simply cleaning out your pantry, right? <laughs> I love that. One last tip. Yes. yes. Okay. I love this one. So surround yourself with others who are doing what you want to do. Mm. So, you know, it, you, you make the decision that you want to make a change. You want to start a healthier lifestyle. But maybe your family members, sadly enough, they don't live that healthy lifestyle. Your friends, they don't live that healthy lifestyle either guess what? It's going to be really hard to find support from them. Mm. So I really encourage you, if you're looking to make a change in your lifestyle, link arms with someone who is already doing it and be a sponge and learn from them. So whether that's getting a trainer or whether that's getting a nutritionist, or if you can't afford those things, join a Facebook group. You know, there's lots of free things you know, like how I just ran a free challenge, right? Mm. Same thing. I'm not the only person who does that. So find things like that. Surround yourself with people who you can learn from and who are doing what you want to do already and they're doing it well and, and model them. Tara, those were amazing five tips. And thank you for sharing those. I do have one last question, though. <laughs> uh, what are you most grateful for at the moment? Oh, goodness. That's so hard. What am I most grateful for? (laughs) I think that I'm in a place right now where I'm really grateful for the support and the belief that my family and my husband around me, that they have in me, and their support in me finding my voice and letting that voice shine. Beautiful. I think that's what I'm most grateful for right now. I feel like I'm in a place where I'm very clear on what my purpose is. But even if you're clear on your purpose, if you don't have the support of the people around you, that's difficult. So I'm really grateful for the love of my family. I love that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, thank you so much, Tara, for just sharing your story and information. And where can my listeners find you? Say they want to get in contact with you. Where's the best way to get in contact? Yeah, absolutely. So. I have a website, which is www.gettonedwithtara.com. And if you're interested in in nutritional coaching with me, there is a Join Tara link, so you can find me there. And then I'm also going to share with you um, a special link for your UK listeners so that they can join me in the UK. I'll be coming over to the UK very soon as well. And then, of course, I'm on social media as Tara Natalie everywhere on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Instagram is definitely my easiest connecting tool. Perfect. Thank you, Tara. And just seriously, you're a true inspiration. And like, just, it's very rare that I hear anybody in the music industry that can just transform like the way you did. And it's just so powerful to hear. And just, yeah, thank you for sharing everything. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much for reaching out and for wanting to hear my story. I appreciate it. Bless you. Well, I'll definitely get you on the show again. I think we've got lots to talk about. (laughs) Absolutely. Bless you. Well, I'll speak to you soon. All right, darling. Keep me posted. Can't wait to hear. What an honour it was to interview Tara. Guys, do check out her website because she is amazing at what she does and the knowledge and information she has is just truly inspiring. You can check out her information if you go to gettonedwithtara.com slash join hyphen Tara's. That's T-H-A-R-A-S hyphen UK hyphen team and you can also subscribe to Tara's newsletter which is on the website as well 
Unfortunately, that's the end of the show. Don't forget you can find me on Twitter at IamGurds. That's I-A-M-G-U-R-D-S. You can find me on Facebook at Get Inspired with Gerds. You can also find me on Instagram where I bring you lots of inspirational, motivational quotes and tips about life. And this week, I want to leave you with this quote. You cannot always control what goes on outside, but you can always control what goes on inside. Take care and I'll see you next week. Bye.